Hello and welcome to the Natty's Podcast. And I'm your host, Andrew D. Apparently I forgot who I am in my name for a second there. And and uh, with me I got Dwight Lindsay. How's it going, bud? Ah, good, good. Hey, everybody. Hello, hello. Happy New Year to everyone. I hope everyone enjoyed their holidays. Uh, so we are going to, I think we'll start with uh, what you suggested, actually. Let's take a quick little look back into this year and Dwight, what's something that stands out for you amongst X-Wing this year that was like your the your most enjoyable thing to happen? Well, uh, I would have to say looking back at the last year and my first year in X-Wing, uh, it, uh, you know, I started off with, you know, friendly game nights, uh, which were good, met a lot of great people, uh, and then tournaments started popping up, little store tournaments, and then, you know, a few more months in after that, I got to go to the Capital City Bloodbath, my first, like, major gaming tournament with other games going on. And then Nationals, which was, like, this great, overwhelming experience that I loved. Uh, you know, all these amazing things happened. But if I had to pick one thing, looking back at it, is uh, being a first-time miniature gamer was uh, the thing that I'm fond of the most is the people I've met, the, the community of X-Wing and... Just how open and friendly everyone is and how much a community wants to see, you know, your own competition get better at the game. You know, every game I played, no matter who I was playing with, people were always uh, willing to give me tips. And my post-game matches, which were always critical to walk through things, that just helped me get better. Uh, so it's the, the community and the... Uh, how they we support each other to constantly improve that's my, one of my fondest moments of uh, the past year yeah I, I agree with you i think that has been one of the things that have kept me going ever since the very beginning of it all it's just all the people and the community uh it's just really great to spend that kind of time with people and have that type of camaraderie and even since the beginning I've always tried to and I haven't always been successful just because the the numbers are uh, quite large but it's I've always tried to remember that uh, to try to touch base and touch in with people who uh, you know I hadn't seen in a while and not even for the sake of like hey like when are you going to come out and play some X-Wing like sometimes that's a, a bit of the focal point of like you know hey want to get in the game with you sometime let's hang out um, but it's also wanted to remind everyone that you know this is more than just a game this is like friendships and this is like relationships that I don't want to be left at the at the doorway of uh you know are you are you playing the game still yes no oh okay well if you're not playing the game then you know i'm just not looking to really have any connection with you because that's not that that's not the kind of connections i've made with people over the years it's like uh long lasting you know i haven't played with adam uh brewer for a while now because he's been out working but you know i'll go for drives and such and give him a call and just you know touch in with him and talk about movies or whatever he's like in or whatever's going on with family and friends and such like that and what he's up to and and same thing with uh, quite a few other people in the community um yeah uh if i had to specifically choose one thing that stood out for me in the year was going to canadian nationals because I think from me, it's like a different perspective. It's not meeting a lot of new people. And that's not to say I haven't met new people because I have. Uh, and the people I've met, like the it got 
gotten to know new you know faces including yourself Dwight has been awesome um but it was also about like reconnecting and seeing people that I hadn't seen for years so I think that's why Nashville stood out so much like going out and seeing uh, Sebastian Demers or Alexander Barrett or uh, Jean-Marc or uh, Steve McNeil or you know the list just keeps going right um to see all these people and then share something we all enjoy together uh that's what it's about you know I, I really couldn't like I'm kind of a, a junkie for the prizes and the premium stuff from but honestly I couldn't even care really less about the prizes in that moment it was just to go it was just about having some fun uh you know eating some delicious food and uh just seeing the pe- seeing people uh that was so good yeah i hear you that that was a really good time mm-hmm. um so we've got the new year now of x-wing we have worlds right around the bend mm-hmm. uh you i know woohoo right i gotta i'm on the waiting list so uh, hopefully things pan out. I didn't know even I don't even know how to check the waiting list to see how it's going on, but I'm gonna guess it's just like hang tight. Hope you get an email, um, and I'm sure people will start shouting out then and be like, "I was on the waiting list and I just got an email, so now <laughs> I'm in." I'm like, "Okay, cool. That might be me next," because all I have all I'm waiting for is like, a, if I get an email, it's like. I just like click button, like uh, and plane ticket or whatever. It doesn't even matter. I'm just click, 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 click. Like I'm out of here, ready to go do some X-wing for sure. But, uh, Canada uh, you, House. You brought up a good point there, Andrew. So anybody listening here who was actually thinking about going to the last chance qualifier, who hasn't bought a ticket but you wanted to go, sign up for this waiting list because you know it's not just the fact of waiting for a ticket, but we want to show AMG that people want to go to this event. So the bigger that waiting list is, I'd like to think that they'll recognize that there is a demand and who knows, like might be hopeful thinking, but maybe they'll increase more spots or next year they'll plan for a bigger event. That's actually a really good point is that it's not even necessarily about this year. It could even be about next year so that they get a good feel about how many people are interested in going because i think there might be some concept of like oh well you know there aren't so many worlds invites so we're only going to have such amount of size uh, but the and you know things have changed over covid and with the changes of uh the version into 2.5 uh you know we're you know it's it's like testing the waters right like what do we have to work with right now but i think there's you know still a lot of people that want to attend worlds if they have the opportunity so yeah yeah if you are not on the waiting list right now and there was a period i know where the waiting list was full go give it another shot take a look at it and see if it's still full and if it you know obviously if it isn't get on there if that's what you're interested in i encourage everyone uh, to go if you don't have a ticket and you've never been to worlds and you, uh, go to the lcq last chance qualifier and spend like it, it, make it out if you can because it's probably the most amazing x-wing exper- experience that i've had uh, was not only like playing on a team but and or competing at worlds level but then you know, being able to, once again, meet people, see people, be a part of all of that, cheer on your friends, uh, watch some incredible games, 
Uh, and the prizes, the prizes are so sick. They're so cool. <laughs> Go get the prizes. Oh, get those prizes. Get the tickets. Get the prizes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a sucker for uh, shiny things and plastic things. Oh, just give me some acrylic. <laughs> I, I need the damage decks. That's what I need. I'm lacking any, uh, you know, official damage decks. Oh geez, hey, I'll I'll give you a damage deck. You can have some. You can have a damage deck. I have I have more than enough damage decks. Um, uh, yeah. So this so world is crazy. Uh, you are you were practicing with a list. Where it, the one that you practiced with on the weekends uh, event was that the uh, the list that you're looking to bring to okay. worlds. Well, it's definitely, let's just say, uh, so I'm on my, as listeners probably know, is since I'm new to X-Wing, I've decided to cycle every three months to a different faction to kind of get a feel for different ships, not only like for me to be able to fly, but also for me to be able to defend against. And uh, at the end of the year, uh, it basically worked out that I'm starting on Republic. So as a few of you know, like Andrew, Ben, Colin, I've been playing against you guys with, uh, I started off with a six ship Republic list. So Republic is definitely what I'm bringing to Worlds. Uh, now I'm just trying to, you know, uh, figure it out. Uh, you know, I went with a lot of light pea shooters to start off, but, uh, you know, I'm really liking those Siege of Coruscant arcs, uh, Jag and Wolf. And uh, I got very lucky this week because on Friday, uh, Rathos came out to critical hit. And we had a match. I lost, but uh, it wasn't too bad. I didn't get blown away, but uh, we had a good 10, 15 minute discussion after of, uh, you know, some nice formations I can use and uh, some just more like some range one uh, or range one uh, turn one turn two kind of uh, dynamics I could use with my squad and uh, even though I didn't do so well uh, at my tournament this weekend uh, I was lucky enough to play up against uh, Brendan our uh, nationals champion and uh, he also uh, walked me through some logistics of my list so uh, I think a lot of the I have a five ship list now and I think a lot of these ships are probably going to make it into my world's list but one or two might get uh, switched out so I, I think I'm I'm on the I have the footprint it's just I I just need to fine tune it a bit so so who's on the chopping block let me guess is it the boosting headhunter <laughs> well actually right now so I got uh, wolf and jag in the arcs I got uh, Wolf Tarkin in the V-Wing, and then I'm bringing a Delta-7 with Ahsoka and a Delta-7B with Barris right now. And, oh, uh, both the Headhunters hit the chopping block. Yeah, they did. I was almost... Cons Killer only works... With those extra dice shenanigans only work on the low-haul ships. Like, there's certain ways, like, it does work in your favor with the extra red dice, but it was very conditional. And, uh, Stub with the extra defense and attack, uh, if I did a... I was kind of talking it over with Colin. If I do shield upgrade, he can be very squirrely, but he just... Those Z95s, I just... They didn't give me what I was looking for. Uh, you know, I'm there was just the two shots, you know, uh, at range three were just really tough for me. And 
there wasn't enough loadout on him and the dials the dials were just so bad like it was the moment i did a red maneuver i was it would take a round to recover and then another round to get back into position and they just uh yeah both of them just they just hit the chopping block they just weren't working for me but considering i was able to drop one ship and bring in wolf who is a very strong uh four pointer i think it was uh well worth the trade up yeah those arcs are ridiculously good you know why can't i have tie heavies that are four points oh speaking of the tie heavy i did see cam murray on uh, the weekend and he was not flying scum he was flying empire and there was a heavy in his list of course he was flying Ubel. yeah it was it threw me off that he wasn't flying scum but uh yeah he, he had a good weekend he was uh that Ubel, I think, was... Uh, I And he wasn't the only one who brought Ubel. There was another one or maybe two more lists that had uh, Ubel. So starting to make a showing now. It's good. I like it. You know, a, a ship that's... I didn't even see play for my first eight months of X-Wing is now coming back on the board. Well, I mean, it double taps. So yeah. that's... It's hard to... You know, you make any ship double tap in the game, it, it at least is worth looking at at that moment. You're like, <laughs> so you shoot twice. Hmm. <laughs> you know, that is a, a very, uh, you know, intriguing thought. So, and Ubel is, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Uh, especially, I flew him with a bunch of tie RBs, but the the fact is that the other tie RBs don't really carry their own weight. I'd I'd be fine if Ubel stayed at five and the other one stayed at four, and the generic goes to five stays at five. That way, you can't really spam them per se. I mean, I guess then you could do a full list of an, a, a generic uh, two name th and three named, um, but. That's fine. You can already do with that with arcs, and arcs are already really good. So, I think that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> As, and uh, okay, so it didn't go so well, but it was. Uh, but you had fun, and um, you are looking at the overarching concept of your list, and it's being developed. Uh, and I can't wait until I give a I take another shot at your list the new the new version of it yeah me too I like like all you experienced guys there I always my like it's sad to say but my favorite part uh, of a match sometimes is like the breakdown at the end it's like because you know it is a game of dice and unfortunately this weekend there was games where like after I was talking through with my opponent I played the objectives well the decisions i made were well but the dice just weren't in my favor like there was i can rem seven times i counted throughout the whole tournament where i just rolled blanks and three of those times i had a target lock and i rolled blanks again like on attacks and it was just like well, you need to stop rolling blanks. I know. I was like, I, I you know, it, it's part of the game, so I have to accept it. But I was getting a little bit flustered in the third match when those blanks were coming up. But I didn't lose my cool, but I like I was I was feeling kind of heated. But I was like, no, nah, you know what? Here to have fun, you know, just just go with it. Uh, you know, you it's a learning game for me. Well, it's for everybody. So it's like as long as i'm playing the game as long as i'm making the decisions i should be making like i'm i'm very happy with that i can't help the dice but 
if I look at it, it's like, well, really, you know, if you cancel out the dice, there was no other move for me to make. That was the best spot for me to move. It was smart to do that reposition. Uh, you know, I can't really complain. Yeah, yeah, no, I. that's going to happen. I mean, it's just, a, and plus you're in a testing period of a list, so, you know, it is what it is. What were the? I'm just curious. What what did they do for like pricing and stuff like that uh, at that uh, tournament? And how did or that event? And how many people ended up showing up? Uh, we what were we? Were we thirteen? Yeah, because there was uh, somebody always had a buy, and uh, the pricing was good. I can't remember the exact amounts, but it was all store credit. But it was uh, quite high. I think first was at least eighty dollars, if not more. So. Like, uh, and they, I checked their inventory there. So if you wanted to buy something for your collection, they pretty much had one of everything there. So, yeah, I mean, I only buy from Gamers Table right now, local in Oshawa, Whippy. But, uh, I mean, if I had store credit, you know, then obviously I would put it towards the store because what else are you going to do with it? Uh, 100% agreement with you. I try and buy everything from Ryan because not only does he have like some of the best rates, he's a really good guy. He goes out of his way, especially for us X-Wing. He's really gone and made that place like a home for X-Wing players. And, uh, you know, I know if only we could play there. Oh, Oh, just wait. We, uh, I've already been talking to him, and you know uh, we're gonna get into a segment later on about you know what's upcoming this year, hopes and plans. But uh, when we start talking about that, Ryan's uh, table, uh, the gamers' table, is definitely gonna come into play with that. Oh man, I'm so excited. Okay, well, all right, we're skipping over everything. We're going straight to, <laughs> <laughs> straight to the new year. Okay, so I do want to hit on a few things actually to be fair about the new year. Mm-hmm. So here's some things that I think are really going to be exciting. So this year I think is going to be maybe a make it or break it for AMG in regards to X-Wing. Maybe, right? Maybe. So what do we got going on this year? Well, we have we have some confirmations that there was talk about them reprinting ships right Mm -hmm. so i think we might see then this is all just theory don't be like oh maybe he knows something that's why he's talking about it (laughs) no i don't know anything but they've already spoken about the tie bomber yep we might see the tie bomber right it's already sculpted it's it could get a fresh repaint whatever but that's probably easier to do than a re-sculpt or something uh and we so that could introduce it back in empire that'd be really cool they've already spoken about the alpha gunship yep and i think they've mentioned a couple other things uh, one way, more there is the the dash dash's ship dash the punishing one okay yeah there you go okay so we they've they've already mentioned that so right three ships yeah three yeah. three ships re-release so three ships re-release sweet that's really great for new uh, for newer players um, and if the the paint scheme is sick, then you know maybe maybe I might need a fifth or sixth or seventh one. I forget how many I have. Okay, so that is that. Secondly, we have the probably the best thing for new players. I don't know how they're marketing it. I don't know how it's going to sell, but the starter kits yeah are, are the best thing. So that's that's really that that's really good for first time players to be like so we can finally just say hey you want to get in the game no problem I know exactly where to point you choose a faction 
choose one of those boxes, they're done. That's where you're starting. Yeah, and the best part about that is they said they will do an updated rule book with it. Yes. <laughs> Which is so, the big thing. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Because right now you cannot walk into X-Wing without somebody holding your hand, essentially. Yes. Um, okay, so those are two really big things. The starter kits are even bigger, right? Yeah, I think that's huge for expanding the audience. kind of. Exactly. Thing. Plus, uh, yeah. Um, were those ones i believe they were saying four ships in a box mm -hmm. so maybe some new paint schemes for us collectors never know yep. and then standardized loadouts yes standardized loadouts and honestly i would even buy one of these boxes if i knew a new player was like uh, was like hey like do you, could you teach me or i'd be i'm interested I don't even I don't know if I would necessarily buy one, but I would at least duplicate what's in a box to play with a player to be like, mm -hmm. oh, you know what? Pull out your starter box. I will play with only what's in this starter box. Insert first order Empire Sis, right? And then we'll just play with what you got, and I'll just play with what would have come in one of these boxes. Yeah. Right. This is that's so good. That's so good. Okay. So we know those things. Here's also what we know. We know that they've already produced two scenario packs that we've played, obviously. Um, and I don't see, and they've already mentioned titles or at least battles of scenario packs to come. Right? The way I'm looking at scenario packs right now, I don't know if you ever played 40K. Did you ever play 40K or Warhammer? No. Okay, well, uh, for people who do, they might, they'll, they'll kind of like have that connection, I think. But they, they used to get, um, you'd get a, a book that would be, you know, for it would be like updated units and updated rules and things for your faction. And when you got this book, quite often that faction would rise to like the number one seed in regarding meta. Like, oh, yeah, this is the, they've got all the new stuff and how, and it all works new and everything. That's the one you want to, that's the faction that's going to be leading right now. And then another faction would get a book, and, and then those two factions were kind of competing with each other. And another faction would get a book, and then those three would get, compete with each other until it rifled through. The later factions that got a book were stronger than the earlier factions that got a book but we're lucky here in x-wing that we don't have faction after faction after faction after faction after breakdown of a space marine of this because there's a ton of books that they produce now so in x-wing we'll only have about seven i think we're we see a little bit of this where it's like the empire rebel scenario pack has provided some stuff for Empire and Rebel that's like the other factions at that time could look at that and be like, oh, I'm kind of jealous that they have something like that. And then the same thing I think is very similar now that Sis and uh, Republic have gone. They're like, you know, it's like, oh man, I really want a four-point arc. Or I really want, uh, you know, a, a hyena droid that can jam after taking the calculate and has these contingency messing things where it's like I can fire a plasma torpedo as if I you know one of these guys die like that's so good and some of the, the like like what oh they have DBS 404 now at three points instead of four so they just have a better version uh, uh, essentially of do so I can see how some of the other factions would be like 
oh, like those those cards are really good. Like I wish I had some cards like that. So I, I think what we'll see next is probably a first order resist a resistance. Yeah. And eventually there will be scum I'm I'm sure incorporated. I, I just don't know how they're gonna do that, but so, you know, you can be creative. With the scum I think you're gonna see like a bounty hunter pack and it's gonna be uh, a scum versus scum, I think. Because they have such an oddball thing and to be kind of thematic, I could I could see something there like that. Yeah, I mean we could yeah, we could theory craft all day for long like what it could be, but obviously <laughs> there will be something for scum. Oh there um, is and then there's gonna be stuff for resistance and first order coming, right? So I think that's another thing to get really excited about uh, for the upping of those factions to the kind of the playing field that the other factions that have scenario packs already are kinda of sitting at. Uh, not to say that the other factions that don't have scenario packs aren't valid, because they obviously are. But, excuse me, there are some cards in there that are just, you know, solid. Yeah. Right? Um, that, you know, if First Order got a new Kylo Ren in the full silencer, for example, oh. what does that mean, right? Um, it, you know, what does it mean to get a new YT-1300 or a new Poe or a new Tally or... You know, insert all the new all the ships that we have seen on screen, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, what does it mean that they, you know, they could come out in a scenario pack and bring back the bombers? Oh yeah. Right, right. What does it What does it mean if you they suddenly just drop standardized uh, loadouts for the bombers and suddenly they're back? Like, I'm not saying that they will, but I'm just saying like that. You know, same deal with the Upsilon shuttle, right? Oh. Like, yeah. Right? Wouldn't that be? You know, we could see a thing where it's like, hey, if we, if First Order just got the Upsilon shuttle back and Resistance got their bombers back, like you could see that being a big mix-up, right? So there's, there's that I think coming, that we can look forward to this year, and then I believe we'll also see some spoilers around, probably at least some new ships, new sculpts, new things that are coming for x-wing in that in that regard yeah i think like even with just the stuff they announce if you count the like individual new starter kits and the three re-releases that not even counting like a resistance uh, scenario pack that's 10 products they're basically already said they're planning on producing this year like that's th that's not a bad start yeah and op yo they sp yeah. they've spoken about doing op Yep. right uh organized play kits for stores so this that's why i say it's like a make it or break it because i feel like we're going to really see um i think marcel i saw posted this comment and i'm sure other people did but you know as soon as people were grabbing tickets for worlds there was a lot of comments like yeah see x-wing's not dead look how alive it is right mm -hmm. and Marcel made a very good comment. He's like, I love to see all these tickets being sold. And I love that people are coming together for Worlds. But we still have to, you know, still don't, like, it, it would be, it's silly to think that you can just say something like, yeah, X-Wing's totally alive and well. And it, it is alive. And it, there is definitely lots of health there. But we are nowhere near where we were in the past. And nor are a lot of gaming groups. Um because of COVID and specifically for X-Wing, the change into 2.5 and many other different dynamics for people. Uh, so we have lots of room to still grow. And 
And this year, I think, will really be a good determining factor whether or not how much growth we're going to be able to get and how much life we're going to uh, be at as this year progresses and these new things, these, uh, um, uh, you know, tactics of producing X-Wing and having the health of this game uh, grow and be maintained. Um, uh, I, I mean, I'm very hopeful. Oh, I yeah. want, I, I want it to be, uh, go very, very well. And I'm going to be there supporting it along with, I'm sure, many other people along the way. So, but uh, we'll have to see. I mean, there, yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking about with all the, the stuff that's coming by? And then you can tell me about the gamers table. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you're right. Like, I do think it's a make or break year. Um, it's a little bit different for like me and a lot of guys in our community who just started up because the excitement's still there. Everything's still all new. And, you know, a lot of the newer people I've been working with uh, over the last little while, you know, they haven't even hit their first like regular store tournament yet. So I think there's still lots of excitement. But, you know, as a community as a whole, you know, we see world. So, you know, that's a big event. Everyone's pumped. Everyone's excited. So we basically you're going to have a month maybe two if you're pushing it after worlds is done for your amg to start doing something about this organized play store champs or else that momentum's going to start to go down and then there is that risk of the dip you know i think there's going to be a small window where they really have to capitalize on that to keep it going and as you know me and yourself who are constantly you know advertising pushing for stuff in the community you know we'll always be doing our part uh you know, I've already talked to Ryan, you know, when I kind of told him a heads up about, you know, these products coming out and he's, he's already says he'll order anything that's in stock from Lion Ramparts into his store. And he does like he constantly is ordering product. And once he starts getting these starter kits in there, uh, I've already talked to him. We're going to start doing demo nights and, you know, Ooh, I, like I, it. I don't know, like uh, maybe twice a month I'll do demo nights. We'll get new people in and, you know, I'm. Um, We'll work out the logistics of whether or not I'll just buy a few kits and leave them in the store. Or if, we, you know, if me and Ryan will go have these, we'll figure that out. But I want to basically set it up so I can just walk in or anybody can just walk in and grab the starter kit. And we just want to make sure it's a pick up and go. So, you know, if I happen to be in there and, uh, you know, somebody's coming in and, hey, what's this X-Wing game? It's like, well, uh, you know, Ryan has two open copies on the shelf. Why don't, uh, you know, we take a few minutes here now and then... You know, every, you know, two Thursdays a month, you can come out and we can try and we can do demo nights. We can do a little aces high. So uh, once these new kits start coming out, I plan to uh, do quite regularly these, these demo nights there. And I think uh, Ryan's the perfect spot for it just with his location and his store and, you know, how he kind of does business. And he kind of has the little segregated table in the other room so it's not disturbing to other customers. But if they walk by, they can still see what's going on, which is the enticing part. So, Yeah, I love it. That's exciting. Yeah, I mean... The, it's it's not necessarily that I don't have the time. It's just that when I am available, no one else is available. Really, <laughs> I mean, there and that's fair. There there shouldn't be too many people available uh, weekdays during the day, <laughs> because that's uh, essentially my hours uh, right now. So um, hopefully, 
hopefully by spring, hopefully by spring, I'll uh, spring into a new situation where I'll be able to play a lot more X-Wing because I want to play more X-Wing. Um, and it's just like seeing everybody go to this event and that event and that casual night and seeing everybody meeting up. I'm like, but I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> feel I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm grounded from work. I'm with work. I'm like, I'm grounded. I can't go outside. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what, the, and there's been a few people like that, or a lot of people like that, you know, worldwide, and, you know, that's where we got to thank, uh, you know, Tabletop for, you know, being there, and guys like you can get in your matches when you can, at least, so at least you're still playing the game, plus you're still chatting with people, and, you know, like, whether it's Oler out uh, west, or Crispy down in the States, you know, at least you're, you know, you're still in the swing of things, you're still playing, and you're still, you know, uh, you know, uh, rubbing elbows with everybody. It's, you know, we use the tools that are at our disposals. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, so what, uh, what, so I think out of everything this coming year, I think I'll be excited to see new faces. Like we, we took a little second to look back on and uh and and you know really we both kind of agreed that community was the main uh then you know something that brought the most happiness from the past year uh regarding x-wing so i think it, this year looking forward i think yeah one of the new thing one of the things i'm looking forward to the most is um hoping that these uh starter kits uh and i mean this concept of uh, doing some demo nights and things like that um, bring some new faces to the community that would be absolutely amazing like just a cut it doesn't even need to be like a whole swarm even just a couple of new faces sitting with a new starter box would just be just so sick what about yourself what, what do you what would you be looking forward to the most here in this new year what am i looking forward to the most um that's a good question i want to host more events uh, that's what I'm really looking forward to. I want to build the community more. I think that's the thing I'm looking to the most because it's really gotten me out of my shell. Uh, it's gotten me out of the house. I've met a lot of great people, you know, yourself included, met lots of friends. So I'm looking forward to hosting more events, getting more people out, and just expanding our community, I think. 100%. Same, same, same here, same here. That would be incredible and i want to be involved and i want to be <laughs> present uh, that would be great hey how are things you know one one note on something that's been i haven't really asked about how are things going regarding to the tournament software uh we haven't touched on that a bit and you were really gung-ho about how long shanks was going so how are things going now well, uh, Longshanks, and at least any tournament I see going on in Ontario, is the number one tournament software. It is, uh, for Longshanks itself, it's always a toss-up each month between that and Marvel Christ Protocol for the most tournaments uh, that they run. Everyone seems to be using it. Uh, the... the ability to let you decide what the you know whether it's a change uh, sos or uh, you know some of those other uh, different formats for scoring it lets you basically optimize what preference you want for ranking within it uh, so i think people like that custom custability 
plus it lets you set up the rounds how you want uh, the tables that you want it really seems to be popular it's really hitting well off and the thing i like about it at any time too you can actually just go into the software and see how people are uh, ranked in your community and uh, by nation oh that's so cool that you can that there's even a ranked thing by community and nation that is that's so sick i like that you know i had a funny thing in my london tournament so i was uh oh and three going into my last round and uh everyone finished up i was like the last match and i could hear brendan talking because he i think finished fifth and i lost to him in my match against them but i ended up uh winning my match by like seven points in my last thing and it because of this strength of schedule it actually bumped him up to fourth place which was quite funny i thought <laughs> so that strength of schedule it's it's really interesting how it comes into play sometimes oh that is funny and brendan fifth place hey oh oh what, what was he flying uh he was flying first order because I started talking to him a bit. Like, I asked him, you know, like, Brendan's a big-name player. You know, he, he won his ticket to Worlds. And it was funny because I was like, well, like, is this your Worlds list? Is this your faction? He's like, no. He's like, this is just me, you know, like, messing around. He's like, I, he's like I'll think about that, like, at the beginning of March. He's like, the you know, the meta is not there yet. Like, it's not out there. He's like, I need to see more tournaments go, whether it's online or in person, and kind of see what's piling up. And he's like, before I even get into that. It was just so cool to see him know, like, so nonchalant. Because when I was talking to Rathos on Friday, he's like, oh, yeah, man. Like, I'm already planning. I'm preparing. But, you know, that is more like Rathos anyway. You know, he is uh, very diligent and, like, you know methodical person so that is a very good way of putting it he absolutely is <laughs> um anything else to note there uh dwight before we head on out for the night okay i guess uh well we do have a tournament next sunday at uh was it the black knight out in hamilton so the you know if anybody's around wants to go that's the spot uh brew wizards we're gonna have one february 11th so everyone please come out and probably another one uh two weeks after that at critical hit we're just trying to firm that up and well this won't be out uh before then but uh maybe just for your knowledge this friday at critical hit anybody who shows up uh, to play x-men will get a raffle ticket Anybody who wins their match, it will get another raffle ticket, and there'll be a draw throughout the night for a free Battle of Yavin pack. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Sweet. I'm going to advertise it on the page just to get the information out. We, uh, You know, Dom's really nice. He got this pack for us. He's like, yeah, let's just try and, you know, see if we can get people to come out because there's been some nights there where we've been like 11 people playing. It's uh, it's really nice to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really, that's really great. I think just a little tidbit is it's always best if uh, i think the way that x-wing works it's like uh new stuff comes out and then everyone buys it new stuff comes out everyone buys it if you do a raffle ticket for like a store credit then because right now battle of yavin it's like almost everyone who had the chance to buy it has bought it uh and it's very gracious but uh yeah it's always i always found it was good to do uh store credit because then you get out of the mix of like oh i only fly uh you know scum 
and the the ship is like a first order ship you're like oh okay well oh uh, yeah i i totally agree with you i think with this though this was more of uh some uh extra stock that uh... oh, I see, I see. <laughs> makes sense makes sense for sure for sure but you know what uh you know we're yeah we're an interesting community because you have guys like us who just collect everything that we can and then you have some that just collect certain factions but uh, you know what maybe there's someone who's like sitting on the fence on whether or not they want to dust off their empire rebel ships and they'll be like ah oh, you know what maybe if i had that pack i would come on out but I do understand what you're saying. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind for when we do future events. Yeah, yeah, it always helps. I, I always hated handing something something to somebody, and they're like, "Oh, I, I don't fly this faction." I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, one that you could probably get away with is the Hotshot and Aces too, because man, I tell you, people were very peeved off about the double-sided cardboard. <laughs> The double-sided card. Well, because you oh, people like yeah. to separate things by faction, right? So it's like, do I put this in my scum box or do I put it in my separatist box? Like, ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> totally right. Yeah, the um, rogue, uh, the, the rogue class starfighters were like that, yeah. Yeah, but there, there's a few in the Hotshot and Aces too like that where they uh, just put, I don't know, like it was just randomness, you know? They're not even the same ship, it's just... All right, let's just put Rebel and Separatist on the same cardboard, one on each side. It's like, okay. Uh... Yeah, that's the thing. Well, <laughs> I guess they, they cut down on the cost. Oh, well, right, that's, uh, you know, we probably could remove some of the other cardboard tokens, but <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Sweet deal. Well, thanks for joining me there, Dwight, and uh, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you. Oh, yeah, always a pleasure, man. Always glad to be on and uh, get to talk about my favorite thing, X-Wing. <laughs> absolutely absolutely all right well thanks everybody for listening and joining us for the natty's podcast uh this is that's been dwight Lindsay. i've been andrew d and keep your shape your ship on the mat and just roll natties pew 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 not scurry pew <laughs> <laughs>